Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Well, thank you, Jesus. God is so good to us. Let me tell you something. The blessing is that we can always trust that God is in control. Out of everything you go through, if you don't, if you don't know nothing else, and let me tell you something. We're going to talk about it tonight. The important part is knowing God, his character, and his faithfulness. The important part is knowing God. And in order to know God, you've got to dig into this word. Sometimes you're digging into other things. Um, I find myself listening to CNN and MSNBC and, um, and, and some of the other news stations to stay up on what's going on. You've got to balance that thing and make sure that you're getting the word in. If not, you're going to get discouraged. If not, you're going to feel defeated. You're going to feel like, guess what, this is the end. No, 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 no. You better understand, this thing is going to get kicked off, um, and, and the end is only going to come when God says it's going to come. You've got to stay in the mindset that God is in control. Thank you again for, again, being on the call and, and being on time. Because you want to get all of the words you can. And in particularly, when we start talking about warfare and talking about spiritual warriors and, and, and having powerful prayer, effective in a powerful prayer, Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Ells. I think it's a fantastic book. And again, when, when, you, when you go through it and you're reading the scriptures that back it up, what's being said, um, it gives you the confidence that guess what? I'm talking 90, 95% of everything I read in here is in line with what God has placed in my heart and what I have learned to believe in this little short time I've been here on earth. Let's pray. Father, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. Lord, we realize and recognize that if it had not been for the Lord, good God Almighty, if it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, we know, oh God, we would not be where we are today. But, Lord, we lift you up and we magnify you. We exalt you, oh God, because you are worthy, my God, my God. You are worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. Thank you, dear Lord, for allowing us to have the mind to study your word. Now, God, we pray that you will embed this word deep into our hearts into our spirit, man, that we might be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, keeping on the whole armor of God. Thank you in Jesus' name. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, again, we're on page 171, and as it said, we are just about done with this book. I think that tonight will be the last night. The night tonight will be the last night, unless the Lord says different. All right, we're on page 171, praise our banner, praise our banner. And you better understand the enemy, the enemy always would see your banner before he sees you. The enemy that, that's dealing with you, that's fighting against you, that's plotting and planning and strategizing against you will always see your banner 
that flag that's hanging, that banner stretched between two poles, and and the banner is our praise. It says it says praise is our banner. Praise is another important discipline that is key to successful spiritual warfare. There was a conversation, many of us was on the line early, and we heard the conversation that sometimes when you go into certain areas in your, in your life, you get discouraged. Things will come against you or, or things will happen in your life, and it will cause you to get discouraged. You, you, you start looking at things and you say, wow, why me? Wow, how did this happen? Let me tell you something. There is a good, that is an excellent time to exercise the discipline of, watch this, praising in your pain. To, 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 to state affirmations in your pain while I'm, go, while I'm wondering why did this happen to me when, when um, the, the water, let's say the water um, got cut off or, or let's say the folks going to put me out of my uh, house, you know, whatever is going to happen. But in the midst of it, it's powerful. It is a discipline. And God allows these things to come into our life. When he allows them to come into our life, we've got to remember the servant Job. That in the midst of him losing, 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 never accuse God falsely, and always continue to give your praise. Listen, the Lord brought me in this world, and the Lord has taken me away. It's it's up to the Lord. If the Lord allows it to come into my life, then I'm going to give him praise. If the Lord, you know what, God, you allowed it. I'm giving you praise. No, I'm not giving giving him praise for allowing me to get in this car accident. No, I'm not giving him praise for my neighbor falsely accusing me of something and then going to sue me. And to try to validate his false claim. Help me, God. No, no, no. In the midst of it, while I'm going through it, I say, God, you're still God. Lord, you're still in control. Lord, I thank you that I'm a faithful believer. And this, watch this, and this is going to work out for my good. How are you going to say it's going to work out for your good and it's just now starting? How are you going to say it's working out for your good and you don't even see how it's going to work out for your good? How are you going to say that this is going to work out for your good when everything looks like it's working out for your bad? How are you going to do it? It's by faith. It's by faith. When you realize that that God made us in his image and what we speak is powerful. So when he said, let there be light, millions of years ago, because I don't believe it was hundreds of thousands, it's millions of years ago that he, he spoke this earth into existence. And, and when he spoke it, it came to pass. And when he said, let us make man in our image, then what you say is powerful. And that's why I say, you need discipline in your mouth. You need discipline in your mouth. And sometimes it's better, watch this, sometimes it's better if you don't say nothing at all than to say something contrary to the word of God. You hear me clearly. I'm not saying saying contrary to how you feel because that is truly how you feel. I'm not saying don't say something contrary to what you think because that's how you think. I'm saying don't say anything contrary to the word of God. Why? Because God, if God said, watch this, if God said, I am the head, 
and not the tail, I'm the lender and not the borrower, then then guess what? Now I'm approaching things not the way I think, not the way I feel, not the way the circumstances look, but I'm 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 saying things that's in line with good God Almighty. With what God said I am. Thank you, God. Come on, somebody. It's not based on how you think. It's not based on how you feel. And, 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 and at all times, when God is training us, when we are learning from him, you'll understand he's trying to get you out of your feelings. And if you have any feelings, any emotions, put them towards the things that I've said. If, if I said I got you, and you have nothing to worry about because he said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You can look up scripture after scripture after scripture. Don't worry about that. Cast all your cares upon me. Don't worry about anything. But through prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God. The word of God is going to gird you up when you make that the preeminence in your life. Thank you, God. Page 171. It is our banner. Listen to this. It is the key to successful spiritual warfare. That's your praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see some people muffling. There's some folks, you know what, at the end of the year, you can probably count the number of hallelujahs they said all year. Then there's other folks that, guess what, they hallelujah every other word, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because it's, no, 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 it's not just idle words. This is my praise to God in the midst of what I'm going through. You know what, God? I'm believing you in the midst of this. It is one of the most powerful weapons available to the believer. If you don't have it highlighted, if you don't have it underlined, if you don't have it in quotes or something, you need to do it now. It is one praise, and that's why I say, come on, folks, we all know this song. Can we get the praising God together? Because you're going to find out that there's power in praise, and then there's power, watch this, in corporate, thank you, Holy Ghost, there's corporate praise. So when we get on one accord and we get to praising God sincerely, let me tell you something, you're going to see miracles. You're going to see miracles. And I'm already seeing it. See, it's bad when you got one person that's getting it and the other person. I'm seeing blessings after blessings, uh, spiritual growth after spiritual growth, um, um, revelation after revelation. God is blessing and blessing and blessing. And guess what? Here you got, that's, this is my sister and this is my brother, and they're not getting it. Why? Because you, listen, you muffling your praise. You're stymieing. You, you're keeping your praise under, uh-uh, don't let that praise go. Get to lifting up your hands. There was a young lady, she came to the service a few weeks ago, and she came back and brought her husband back. She came early to the service. I mean, early to Sunday school. Sunday school don't start till 945. She did at 915. So I have on videos, and we watching videos. She going in all by herself, hardly nobody's, maybe two people there. Three people, okay, here's the third person comes in, but she's watching the videos, and whatever they're doing on the video, she's sitting in her seat. She got 40, watch this, a half an hour before Sunday school starts, and she's sitting there worshiping all by herself. Oh, my goodness. If they say, praise is what I do, she's sitting there with her hands lifted up. Why? Because there's power in your praise. 
It has nothing to do with who's watching. It has nothing to do with how many people are there. It has everything to do with your relationship, your connection with God. And God knows sincere praise. Watch this. Jesus modeled praise by teaching his disciples to start and end their prayers with it. Come on. Flip over, page 172, top of it. Ephesians chapter 1, verse, uh, did I get that one already? Let me look back. I think I pulled that one up first. Uh, No, I did not. Okay, I'll do it now. Let's see if this will work uh, properly. And I done messed up and clicked on it. What did I click on? Go here, go here. Okay, watch this. Let's look it up. Ephesians chapter what? Chapter 1, verse 20 and 22. You actually do battle from the position of victory. You actually do battle from the position of victory. This is exactly what I was just talking to you about. It's, it's, It's not what you feel. It's what God says. And God says you're the victor, not the victim. No, it may not say it in those exact words, but let me tell you something. He'll let you know you are the victor and not the victim. Ephesians chapter 1, verse uh, 20 to 22. And what does it say? Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him up from the dead and set set him at his own right hand, even in heavenly places, far above, watch this, principalities and powers and might, dominions, and every name that is above that is named, not only in this world, help me, Holy Ghost, but also in that which is to come, and has put what? Good God Almighty. Here it is right here. And has put what? Come on, y'all read it. He has put what? No, you whispering it. You got to say it with some strength. He has put what? All things under your feet and has given him to be the head over all things to the church. We, 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 our position is from victory. Our position, so in every situation, every circumstance, and then God will give you over and over and over again. How many times have you been in this situation? How many times have you uh, 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 been in a crunch? How many times have you lost this and lost that? How many times have you been disappointed? How many times have you gotten negative news? How many, t- how many times, how many times, over and over and over again, and now you start to find out that guess what? You know what? I believe God is giving me the opportunity to exercise what I know. God Almighty. He's given me opportunity after opportunity. So I lay in the bed, and I get this defeated thought, and I lay there, and I'm just going to beat on the devil. Okay, hold on. Somebody then came on, and they not muted. Hold on. From out of town, let me mute them. Thank you for joining us. All right, so your standpoint, again, is from victory. So so even if you get the defeated thought because you got in a car accident and they're telling you that you got a brand new car, watch this, and it is totaled, if your brand new car is totaled, then guess what? 
I'm, I must be getting ready to get a brand new car. Matter of fact, now you may not go here. You hear me talk this way all the time. The, the, the insurance company, if my brand new car is totaled, telling me that the value of the car, I just bought it in 2018. It is 2019. It's a little over a year old, and they're saying it's total. If that happens, if, if that happens to me, then the insurance company is going to come up with something new so I can get paid for my entire, entire car. If the case was, guess what, you're not going to be able to get as much money as we thought. Uh-uh. Now, with me, my mindset is going to be, well, the insurance company got to come up with something new in order to make sure I get a full repayment for every dime. That's got to be, if you don't believe in the supernatural, then you got to get out of this book. It's about supernatural stuff happening on behalf of the believer. So when God trusts, good God Almighty, when God trusts you enough to let you go through, you've got to remember Job. That's why you've got to keep reading this Bible. No, what you wind up doing is sitting down going through the same pity party that you used to go through, beating yourself up, letting your mind take control, and your mind is still, watch this, has not been totally renewed. You still have a lot of those old ways of thinking, and you've got to get out of it. How? You've got to renew your mind with this word. Uh, I've got to keep it moving. All right. I said 172, right? So we did that, Ephesians chapter 1, uh, 20 to 22. Look at this one from um, the book of Acts. Now, here it is, Paul and Silas. They was... Struck with many blows, right? Put in prison. They had guards around them. They put them into the inner, uh, the inner prison, fastened their feet in the stocks, and then about midnight. Now, you got to pause right there and start to think, because sometimes when you go through, there is things available to you, and God tries, watch this, God tries to help you out so you can use more powerful tools. They said it was around midnight. Now, if you start to look, I looked at the Smith, uh, Smith Bible Dictionary. From sunset to 10 p.m., that's the first watch. From, from, from sunset when the sun goes down to 10 p.m., that's the first watch of the night. The second watch of the night, 10 to 2. 10 to 2, that's the second. Third watch of the night from 2 a.m. to sunrise, all right? Paul and Silas utilize that first, no, 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 the second watch of the night at midnight. Paul and Silas, watch this, they gave the enemy the double whammy in the second watch of the night, prayer and singing hymns. 
See, you got to understand, if the enemy comes at you, and, 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 and what you did, you spent more time going over, why did they do this to me, or why did this happen to me, and, and how I wind up with cancer, and, and why I got to stay in the hospital so long, and, and why my marriage can't be like everybody else's marriage, and, and why I always get the hard job. No, 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 no. You got to understand that you got weapons, and the weapons are just sitting there, and the enemy is bopping you upside your head like one of those uh, old clown dolls that you could punch and, and it fall back and it come back up, boom, you punch it again and it, and, and it's sad, sad but it's true you the punching, you the punching clown and the enemy is having a good time, you gotta learn to punch back, look at the Bible and say you know something, tonight I'm getting up second watch of the night matter of fact from 2 o'clock to 2 from 10 o'clock to 2 a.m. I'm going to have me a prayer vigil all by myself about my situation no you know what you did you laid in the bed and started saying oh woe is me nobody knows the trouble I see nobody that's what we do Hold on, I got some invitations to give out. Okay, can you come to my pity party? Can you come to my pity party? You got, and you've got some people that will come to the pity party with you instead of saying, ho, 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 uh-uh. Grab my hands here and let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Paul and Silas knew what to do. They prayed and sang praises to God. And watch this. Suddenly there came a great earthquake. And, and the thing that I love, all the doors, that when they started shaking everything, all the doors was open. The chains, and, 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 and I'm talking all the chains, everyone's chains were unfastened, un, not fastened, unfastened. You got to believe in the supernatural. If you don't believe in the supernatural, listen, you got to get out of this thing. Because you, listen, it's not, and God is giving you opportunity for you to see the supernatural. Things that don't look like they were supposed to happen, they happen for you. And then I give, like the sister was doing, hey, I'm going to give God the glory. I'm, listen, if you, knew what, if you knew my testimony, if you knew everything I went through, and, and can I tell you the, the, biggest, the, the biggest thing about this is that I wasn't Mother Teresa as I was going through it. No, I wasn't squeaky clean. No, I didn't do everything right, but I knew God was real. And I knew in the midst of my failures and in my falling and in my faults, and when I kept saying, God, forgive me, God, forgive me, and he kept bringing me through this one and brought me through that one and brought me through another one. What does praise do? It blessed the Lord. That's why I'm saying, come on, y'all, we know this song. Come on, let's bless him. Let's bless him in here. What does praise do? It brings you into his presence and draws you closer to him. That's Psalms 1, 104. I want to look at that one. Psalm. Nope, wasn't supposed to do that. Nope. Come on, I'll get it. Psalm 100, verse 4. Did I put that gap there, and is that going to cause a problem? No, it did not. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Watch this. When, when you start to understand that when we start lifting them up, 
And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, when you sing, no, 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 I'm thinking I'm praising God. So when I'm praising him, I'm thinking I'm entering into his gates. I'm going into his gates with thanksgiving. I'm entering into his courts with praise. I know I'm coming closer to the presence of God. God is coming there, and he's reading my heart. He's coming closer to me. What does it do? It brings you into his presence. It draws you closer to him. Then it opens doors and makes rough places. Good God Almighty. I hope you're in your book. I hope you highlight it. Matter of fact, I need you to go to the chalkboard and write this 100 times on the chalkboard. It opens doors and makes rough places smooth. It opens doors. Come on. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe you thinking at at the um family dollar and and you can praise God and the door open. Maybe maybe you just you just can't picture a door of opportunity being open because you're praising God. No, no, no. Instead of you taking the opportunity to praise God in the midst of your situation, you're going to sulk. Instead of you praising God and, and, and using your testimony as a weapon and saying, guess what I'm going through? And I can't wait into the, I can't wait into the glorious outcome of whatever this is. No, no, no. You're going to beat yourself up and God saying, oh, I got to wait take you to the mountaintop again, and then allow you to go down again so you can show everybody around you that this is, how, this is the way you go through. You go through shouting. You go through praising. You go through praying. You go through testifying. You go through lifting him up. You go through magnifying him. You go through saying, God, you are good, and you're good all the time. I can't wait until the end of this testimony. It's been a while. It's been a while. No, you don't get there overnight. I understand. I've been there, and I stayed there for a while. I had my mail being sent there. I wasn't going through. I was in there, and I had my mail being sent there because I was in the pit. Did I move to a place where I could go through? So each situation, each time somebody dies, each time something I, I lose something, each time something doesn't go my way, each time it looks like I'm getting a setback, then I started to learn that I praise God. I told you what the victory was. When my basement used to flood, I turned on the DVD. Fred Hammond was one of my favorite ones. And, and while I was sucking water up off of my basement floor, I was praising God. That ain't nobody else's testimony. That's my testimony. And when God finally sealed the thing up, listen, it was a long time before it leaked again. And when it leaked again, it never came back. Good God Almighty. It never came back to the magnitude that it, that it was before. Watch this. And then it stopped again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. I lift you up and magnify you for the way you have shown yourself mighty in the study, at, at, the, at, at, at the household, in, in, in my house, God. I thank you and I praise you. I bless your name. You got to learn how to do it. What does it say? 
It makes the rough places smooth. It says, watch this. Good God Almighty. Come on, y'all. It defeats the devil. It defeats. Come on. You got to let that thing soak in. You go to praising God. The enemy is trying to beat you up. You go to beating him up. Look at Psalms. Hold on. What was the other one we looked up? We looked up Psalm 104. I mean, 100, verse 4. And then Psalms 149. Watch this. 149. Is that pages I hear? Is somebody else turning pages? You go ahead with your bad self. 149, verse 5 through 9. Here we go. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud. See, and again, people muffling. People uh, afraid the way they sound, muffling their voice, sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praise of God be in their mouths. And a, boom, my God, a two-edged sword in their hand. My God, you got to get it in your mind. When the enemy comes at you to defeat you, this is the day, this is the day. No, that's an old song. Everybody knows it, and it's tired. Come on up with something new. Come up with something that, that, that's in the last decade at least. This is the day. That's old. Listen, you're messing it up. If that's the song that God gives you in your heart, sing that song. But understand that when I go to praising him, it's a two-edged sword in my hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people, to bind the king's with chains, and the nobles with fetters of iron. Good God Almighty. To execute upon them the judgment written, this honor have all his saints. Come on. You got to get it. How many saints? No. How many saints? All the saints. Praise ye the Lord. See, you, when you understand it, then you start not only having a prayer visual, but you have a praise visual. You, many people, many people have the testimony that I have never sang praises to God while I was by myself. Many people have that testimony. They do not sing praises to God by themselves. They do not stand and give God a, let me tell you something. I make it a part of my daily routine that I spend time. As we start to walk through these different positions, let me tell you something. God has laid it upon my heart even prior to me reading it in a book. He'll lay it upon, that's time to clap your hand, to get up and clap your hand. That's the time to get down on your knees. Now is the time to stretch out on the floor, but you got to have a connection with God and know Hold on a second. Father, what I'm getting ready to talk to you is serious. I can't sit here in my seat. I got to get on my knees. Number one, it blesses him. Number two, it brings you into his presence. Closer closer to him. Number three, it opens the doors and makes rough places smooth. Number four, it defeats the devil. Watch this. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud. We did that one. Thank you, God. We did that one. All right? It brings, watch this, it brings revival. It brings revival. So if, watch this, revive. The person died. You're trying to revive him. I'm trying to bring it back to life. When you find that the enemy is strangling you and suffocating you, your situation, your circumstance 
is starting to suffocate you and you need revival, you got to know. You got to know. As the believer, you got to know what your praise does. I'm looking for you to revive me in the midst of my praise. Psalms uh, 107, verse 32. Here we go. 107. Go ahead with your back. I hear y'all turning in pages. In my spiritual mind, y'all, come on, in my spiritual mind. Psalm 107, 32, let them exalt him also in the what? Congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. See, again, some folks say, uh, no, he trying to get me to do what he want me to do. She trying to get me, she, she want me to praise. She's standing up saying, come on, y'all, come on, y'all, come on, y'all, to make herself look good. No, no, no. This is about the kingdom of God. This is about us in the kingdom of light destroying the kingdom of darkness. This is us trying to say, set the atmosphere in this room that the spirit, watch this, that the spirit of God might be preeminent and might take control of everybody in the room, that folks might receive their healing while their hands are lifted up, that folks might receive their healing when they bow down before him, that folks might receive their healing while at the top of their lungs they say, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with will. Listen, when you know it in your heart, it's transformative in your spirit. Good God Almighty. Number five, it brings revival. Number six, come on, keep up with me. It keeps you happy and gives you joy. I'm wondering, I'm looking at you, and I'm wondering, I'm, I'm normally used to seeing a smile on your face. I'm normally used to seeing your countenance a whole lot different than what it is today. What is going on with you? Listen, you get to praising God, something ought to happen to that, that frown that gets turned upside down to a smile. It keeps you happy and gives you joy. Watch this at the bottom of page 172. It involves, I hope y'all remember. Here we go. Watch this. I'm going to look it up real quick. I think I remember it, but I want to look it up. The three elements of the soul, all right? Now, the main one that I always remember is the emotion, is the emotion. And many times you do not involve, thank you, Lord, your emotions. Your emotions, that's not giving me the one. I know it's your will, your emotions. Three part, main part, elements. Let's see if this one's there. And I think it's your, I know it's your will and your emotion. And the mind. The mind, the will, and the emotion. The mind, the will, and the emotion. And when you involve, I keep messing that word up, when you involve your emotion, 
It's a whole, it's a whole nother thing. And I'm not talking, this is again how the church has messed this thing up. I'm not talking about just yelling. I'm not talking about just moving real fast just for the sake of moving it. But you got to understand that when it's heartfelt, when your emotions, see, again, when it comes to the movements of the body mean something to the person, if it's genuine, it's, imp- it's a better word, it's impactful for you if it's sincere. But if you're just being loud for the sake of being loud to try to convince folks that, that this means something to me, then it doesn't have the same impact. Watch this. When you worship God, you express a variety of what? Emotions with what? Your body. Body worships through praise. These are going to be some examples. Your body worshiping, if, this, if you had a title at the top of page 173, that's what you would entitle this. Body worship through praise. That's at the bottom of 172. Watch this. We're going to run through them. Help us, God. Clapping your hands. There was a young lady. She came the other, the, uh, during the empowerment service, and this lady had a clap. Her clap was so loud that it was actually more of a distraction for me than it was a praise to God. I realized that my clap is very loud. So, again, I make sure that I don't clap just continuously over and over and over again. Why? Because it will become more of an annoyance than it will be a praise to God. And the key is we're trying to to incorporate our praises together. So if I'm annoying the people in the room, listen, you can't get your mind and your spirit in the right place because why? You so, my goodness, could he stop clapping like thunder over there? Clapping your hands, watch this, and stomping your feet. It's portraying excitement. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Y'all hear me doing it all the time. Sometimes it's in the middle of Bible study. What is he doing clapping? Why? Because, again, the enemy the enemy does not like me celebrating God like that. That clap is not for me. That clap is not for you. That clap is because my God is an awesome God. When you get to stomping your feet, you got to realize that it means something in the spirit. Look the scriptures up. Stop, watch this. When you stand up, when you march or walk, It means something. All right, let's move on. When you lift up your hands and you find some folks, watch this, the preacher is preaching and he says, let me tell you something, if God be for you, soon as he says if God be for you, you already know the scripture and your hand goes up in the air. What is it saying? I identify with you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost just reminded me in Parliament, in Parliament, when when the speakers are speaking at the podium, and then they say something at the conclusion of their speech, watch this. Then some of the members of Parliament, some on this side, some on that side, if you're in agreement with it, guess what? They stand up. 
readiness to serve. I'm, I'm in agreement with that. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to go on what you just said. I stand up. So when, when the preacher's preaching, watch this. Sometimes uh, the preacher's getting ready to go into his clothes. And as soon as he begins his cadence of his clothes, people start standing up. They haven't heard anything powerful, but they hear the cadence change. When the cadence change, they say, guess what? He's getting, I'm in anticipation that he's getting ready to say, she's getting ready to say something very powerful, and let me go ahead and stand. I'm ready to go with you, brother. I'm ready to go with you, sister. Standing up means something. Why keep asking, sit down, sit down, then they stand back up. Sit down, sit down, and they stand back up. It means something in the spirit. Look, look the scriptures up. Readiness to serve or to go. Number three, when you lift up your hands, worshiping and surrendering to God. Worshiping and surrendering. Help me, Holy Ghost. Psalms 28 and 2. Hold on. Let me get back to Bible Gateway. What did I say? Psalm 28, verse 2. Thank you, Lord, letting this computer pop. Hear the voice of my supplication. When I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands towards thy holy oracle. You got to know that you're standing every morning. Here it is. Periods of times while you're praying, you're standing in, in your bedroom. You're standing in your, in your family room, wherever your spot is, in the bathroom. And you're standing there with your hands lifted up. And you say, man, I feel foolish. Then guess what? You probably are foolish. If you feel foolish because you're praising your God with your hands lifted up all by yourself, then that probably is foolish for you. But when I lift up my hands, I know that my God understands. I'm surrendering God. I'm, my God, my God, I don't know what to do with this situation. I don't know how to handle this. I need I surrender to your will in the name of Jesus. What does it say? When you lift up your hand, you're worshiping. God, you're an awesome God. God, you have always shown yourself mighty. God, you have delivered so many times. I worship you for being such an awesome God. You are God all by yourself. Come on, let's keep it moving. Verse, uh, verse number four. Number four, dance. And again, the church has perverted it. Folks dance for no reason at all. Folks dance for a show. Folks dance because their feet can move real fast. No, no, no. It is an expression of great joy. You do not have to lose your mind. Some folks think that I have to lose my mind, fall around, bump into stuff, because that's when I'm really, really excited. And, and No, no, no. I can just dance. Matter of fact, Deacon Shepherdson, I think it was this past Sunday, when the music started playing, and Deacon Shepherdson, she was out in the uh, aisle, and she just started bouncing and celebrating. No, no, no. It's not like you've got to lose control to, to dance before the Lord. Oh, I know. I know. When David danced and he danced all out of his clothes, he had to be losing his mind to dance out of his clothes. No, he, had, he did not have to be losing his mind. You can dance before the Lord, be in control. You don't have to cry. 
You don't have to yell. You can dance before the Lord and know that God is good, know that God has provided, know that he is awesome, know that he is fighting on your behalf, and you're celebrating him. Dance, watch this. It's just an expression of great joy. I wanted to look up another one on number three. And let me see. Um, uh, that's going to be First Timothy. Okay, and we're going to look at two eight. Why did I do that? I did not need to put a dash. Help me, Lord. Calm down. Stop moving so fast. Okay, here we go. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands. This is the word of God. You're walking down the street. Folks think that you're crazy. You do not care because you just got revelation of a situation you're in, and God is giving you confirmation. Good God Almighty. He's giving you confirmation that he's in this. He's in this. He's working it out for your good. And you just walking down the street and you lift up your hand, you are shaking your head. Thank you, God. Man, what is wrong with him? What's wrong with her? Because God is good, and he just gave me confirmation in my spirit that this thing is working out. Lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Good God Almighty. Come on, watch this in the good news. I, God, you are so good to me. In every church service, this is the new, good news translation. Same verse, 1 Timothy 2.8. In every church service, I want the men to pray. Men who are dedicated to God and can lift up their hands in prayer without anger or argument, without doubt in their in the in the Amplified Bible. It says without doubt in their mind. Don't lift up. Listen, just sit there quietly when you're lifting up your hands and you know I don't know God. No, I no. It, this is not doubt when I say. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I know it's going to work out. When you're just going, I don't know how this, I don't know. You better understand, he's working it out for you. He's working it out. He's working it out for you. You got to know that. God can. He cares. I know he cares. He cares for me. Come on, keep it moving. The dance, we did that, number four. Number five, when you look at number five, watch this. Singing, express gladness of heart. Number six, play skillfully on the instrument. It shows adoration. It shows adoration. Here we go, watch this. You got to know that when they're playing the instrument, you ought to be praying. Pray. Pray that, that when they're playing on the instrument, that the instrument is being played, watch this, with not, not just regular hands, but blessed hands. Watch this. When it comes to adoration, it says it shows adoration. 
when it shows adoration, that is a deep love and respect. A deep love and respect. Help me, God. Number seven, fall prostrate. Fall prostrate. Y'all, y'all would think this is so funny. I said fall prostrate. When I said fall, just the word fall, right? My dog's coming down the steps. I hear him tripping down the steps. And, and see, again, y'all, you may not believe it. My words have power. You say, Pastor, for real, you say fall, and it caused the dog to fall? I believe I can say fall, and, 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 and it'll have impact. It does not surprise me the dog would fall. He's coming down steps, do, 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 and he fall when I say fall. Why? Because I just believe things happen. You got to be careful. Jesus didn't say uh, get up when he went to the grave of Lazarus. He said, Lazarus, rise up, or Lazarus, get up. Why? Because I really believe that Jesus at that, at that grave site, if he say get up, guess what? Everybody going to get up. You better believe in miracles. You better believe in the power of your words. But you didn't say dog fall. I know I said fall. But Pastor, you seem like you over the deep end. I believe that in order for you to see the miracles that you're looking to see, you got to be over the deep end with the things of God. you got to be- believe that you're going to be able to receive. Sometimes I believe that people, the woman with the issue of blood, how in the world will she get a healing by touching this man's clothes? How in the world would Mary think that he's able to do something? Ain't there's no liquor store right around the corner to go get some new wine? That's the kind of God we serve. Miracle working God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Fall prostrate. Fall prostrate. That's number seven. Fall prostrate. To fall down flat in homage to royalty or God. Prostrate, deep, well, here we go, deep emotion, total surrender to God. So during my prayer time, I might be praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying. Most of the time I'm sitting. Then something will hit me. No, I need to kneel when I'm asking this right here. Certain times, I know I need to lay prostrate at this time right here. Lord, for this family, in the name of Jesus, that everything goes smooth during this home-going service. In the name of Jesus, I believe you, God. Work a miracle in the name of Jesus. Work a miracle in the name of Jesus. That peace might be in their household. That breakthrough might be in their household. That deliverance might be whatever it is. But when it moves in your spirit, that this, you need to do a total prostrate. Watch this. Prostrate. Help me, God. Total surrender. All right? Number eight, kneel. Humility. Dependency upon God. I kneel before him. Sometimes you find yourself and you just kneel, kneel, kneel. If you ever find yourself kneeling and you go to sleep because you're kneeling and you're on the side of the bed and you go to sleep, stand up. 
I discipline myself that I don't go to sleep while I'm praying. It's an insult to my God for me to go to sleep. Well, Pastor, it's just normal if you're tired. No, no, no. Okay, well, that's you. You, you go do it that way. I don't insult God by falling asleep while I'm talking this to him. If I'm falling asleep, oh, my God, Father, I'm sorry, and I stand up. No, 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 ain't no sitting back. Don't lay back. If you lay back, you know you're going to go. You know you. You're going to sleep. You get on your knees, kneel, and you don't have anything in front of you. Why? Because I'm not going to sleep. Here we go. Here's another one. You, prayerfully, you got a book, and you can look those scriptures up. Down, watch this. Sit down and keep silent. There are some seasons of your prayer. You may be praying for 45 minutes, and 10 minutes out of that, and, and I'm not saying you counting minutes, you don't have to count minutes, but, but for a period of time, and I'm just saying 10 minutes just to say a number, you're just sitting quietly because, God, I need to hear from you. No, 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 ain't nothing happened to the phone. That was some of the silence. It's practicing. Sit down and just keep silent. This is rest and trust in God. Flip over to page 174. 174, the word of God and our testimony. I told you we were going to get to it. The word of God and our testimony. That's our foundation. The word of God, listen, in your prayer, you'll just, listen, for your situation, I'm talking to you. For your situation, can you please write down some scripture that go in line with the deliverance uh, uh, that you need in your situation? And then build your, your testimony on, on victory. On what? On victory. That you're going to, listen, that this is going to happen. I am victorious in this situation. It's the foundation in which the entire arsenal rests. Everything rests upon the word of God and your testimony. Everything you do in spiritual warfare must be. It must be based on the word of God. And again, that's why I say that will be done. That it's got to be based on the word of God. It's got to be based on obedience. It's got to be based on righteousness. It's got righteousness is walking the way God said walk, which is the righteous way. When watch this, when you start to see it, listen, that's the confidence. Every believer is not going to be on the mountaintop all the time. However, while you're in the valley, you can still have victory. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, it talks about the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12, what is this? For the Word of God is living, it's active, it's sharper than the two-edged sword, it's piercing as far as the division of the good God Almighty, the soul and the spirit, the both, the joint and the marrow, is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. 
those deep thoughts that you keep having, and you're going, God, I want this out. God, I want this out. And he, listen, it can get down in there and say, no, it don't. You don't want it out because you keep walking in disobedience. You say you want it out, but, but your actions is not backing it up. But for the person, the actions back up with their words is saying that the deepness of the things that are going, ruminating and going over, is rolling it over and over again. Their deep thoughts. He says, I know the intent. And guess what? That's why you got victory. Why? Because your actions is backing up your words. That Listen, it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the repetition of those things that keep going over and over and over again in your mind, watch this, it's going to come out of your mouth. That's why you keep talking foolishness. That's why you keep talking damnation. That's why you keep talking doom and despair. Because that's what keeps rolling over in your heart. You've got to transform the re- by the renewing of of your mind and by the renewing of your mind watch this you're going to renew your heart his words abiding in you that causes faith to be the watch this present in your words his words in your words John 15 7 and 8 God's word against the devil Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 and verse 7, verse 10, and then chapter 10, verse 32, Jesus was using God's word against the devil. And I don't care how many times you heard it, guess what? You still won't activate it. You still won't activate it. When you confess God's word aloud, I'm saying speak God's word out loud. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And, Lord, you gave me the promise that if I delight in your word day and night, you're going to make me like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You gave me a promise that I'm going to bring forth fruit in my season. My leaves are not going to wither, and whatsoever I do is going to prosper in the name of Jesus. You, listen, you've got to know this. You've got to confess this thing. And when you confess it, confess it aloud. Store up scriptures in your reservoirs of your spirit to use them when needed. Now, go to the top of page 175. Document of confirmation. Documents of confirmation, Exodus chapter 34, verse 27, Exodus chapter 24, verse 37. Then the Lord said to Moses, write down these words. Now, again, you may not think much of it. You may have read it. You know it. But guess what? Sometimes you sit before the Lord and you just write down what he say. Again, I I don't mean to beat on or keep hopping on Deacon Shepherdson, but uh, she's got a whole lot of writings whole lot of writings. Matter of fact, all, now I'm not going to say most, all of the church papers that you hear read, I may tweak them uh, uh, maybe 5%. Most of the writing that you hear, that inspirational writing that the family needs at the time of the loss of their loved one comes out of the Spirit of God speaking through her. And, and, and a lot of times in churches, that's the way it is. The secretary, the assistant, they're writing these things out. 
Reverend Warren, uh, Overseer Warren, she's another one. He'll give her an acronym, and when you hear them read, you go, wow, that's powerful. These, this is when you sit before God and you're listening. And and, and majority of the time, the ones that I hear that are written well, listen, most of them have the word of God in them. He said, write these words down. For in accordance with these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Watch this. Nehemiah commanded them to renew their covenant relationship with God, Nehemiah 9.38. If you look at the scriptures for for the next two pages, 176 and 177, you got scriptures written down, and again, it's document of confirmation is an article in writing that gives a word, watch this, of testimony or promise, and usually has a date, good God Almighty, and a signature. Wouldn't it be something if you began to just document when the Lord told you in a tight situation, and you wrote the tight situation down, and you documented it, and you dated it, and you signed it, and then two years later, what God told you, you had forgot about it. And when you went back through that book, you see where God had told you this thing was going to work out for your good. Use the sword of the spirit in the following ways. Quote the word to the enemy to remind him of his defeat. Quote the word to the Lord to affirm his promises that you are claiming on someone's behalf. Ask the Lord to give you a word for direction for the person or situation for which you are interceding. Allow the Holy Spirit to quicken the word to you for encouragement and correction, and to give guidance and strategy. You've got to ask God. When you're interceding, make an intercession for someone else. Ask God to give you guidance. No, 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 not quick all the time, off the top of your head, because you know so much. Reverence God and say, give me a second. Help me, Lord. Let them know. No, no, no. This is not coming off the top. I'm asking. Give me something, God. Sis, I don't have nothing right now. Oh, thank you, God. And if something comes, you give it. If nothing don't come, let me get back to you. Why? Because in your own right, watch this, in your own relationship with God, you honor him by pausing and reverencing him in the midst of your advice. Thank you, saints of God. I know I went a couple of minutes over, but that's all right. A couple of minutes is not going to hurt you, and I don't think we lost anyone except for that person from out of town. There was somebody who jumped on there. I think it was a 717 area code, 
and 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 they didn't mute their line, and then they left early. Disobedient. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. I have thoroughly enjoyed this book. Um, God willing, we're going to get into kingdom living. We're going to get into kingdom living. Please, thank you, co-pastor. Please don't forget, to, uh, Friday night, Friday night, we're going to talk about devotions. It's so powerful. It is so very powerful. Um, we're praying for those who are going through some challenges in their life right now that, that God will uh, reassure them that your challenges and the ups and the downs, he, he, he's going to make this into a testimony for you. He's going to bring some glory into your life. Um, he's going to build you a testimony that, that folks is, is just going to blow their mind. Amen. Don't forget, it's a devotional uh, session coming up on Friday night at the church, 7 p.m. I hope you can make it. Bring somebody with you that, that, that's going through, um, and, and, and I think it's going to bless you real good. If you can, go on the uh, Facebook page. Co-Pastor has it on her Facebook page. Mount Enon's Facebook page, share that uh, um, post. Share that post that others might come and be blessed. All right? God bless you, and I pray God's richest blessings upon you according to his will. In Jesus' name, amen. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.